0: Good evening, everybody. My name is Jordan, and this is episode 9 of Sodom and I. Now, last night we touched on uh, kindness. Yesterday we touched on kindness, and today we're going to touch on God's timing. So I did my research earlier, and I found uh, seven Bible verses about God's perfect timing. And now this website is AbideAndSeek.com. So if you want to search it up and follow along with me, you can do that. And if not, you just want to listen. That's exactly what this podcast is for. So let's just get right into it. In the midst of the hardships, we tend to feel our prayers and cries to God aren't being heard because we may not see an immediate change in our situations. This is a misconception, a very common one, of how our relationship with God actually should be. We are to put all our trust into God's hands, after all. God is greater than our heart, and he knows everything. 1 John chapter 3, verse 20. And just because we do not see an immediate change doesn't mean God never heard you, because he has. And the following seven Bible verses are just a few words from God that, re- that reassure us that God's timing is always perfect, even when we cannot see it. Number one, he is patient. We're going to go to 2 Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter, I think is in the yeah New Testament. 2 Peter, we're going to 706. 706 he is patient all right chapter 3 8 9 all right but beloved be not ignorant of this one thing that one day is with the lord as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day and also we're going to we're going to look at AMP and NIV today because they give us a little bit of a deeper understanding. Cuz sometimes AMP will say the same exact thing as what King James Version said because it just goes deeper into it, but NIV will say it in a different way to where more people can understand if that makes sense. So we're in 2 Peter, chapter 3, 8 and 9. Or, well, I also added verse 15 to this in the same chapter. So, nevertheless, do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved. That with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like one day. The Lord does not delay as though he were unable to act, and is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but is extraordinarily patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance Mm mm-hmm and then going down to 15 Mm mm-hmm we're gonna we're actually gonna read 14 as well i'm gonna go ahead and highlight 14 too so beloved since you are looking forward to these things be diligent and make every effort to be found by him at his return spotless and blameless In peace, that is, inwardly calm, with the sense of spiritual well-being and confidence, having lived a life of obedience to him. And consider the patience of our Lord, his delay in judging and avenging wrongs as salvation, that is, allowing time for more to be saved. Just as our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you according to the wisdom given to him by God. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And then let's go back and put this, this on split screen. He is patient. So then the blurb that's up under that, what we may comprehend as seeing a slow response is due to God is what? What we may comprehend as seeing a slow response is due to God not listening to us. Okay, we are not taking time to be patient. God is patient with us and we in return should be patient with him. It is very easy to compare ourselves to others and wonder why something has come through for them, but it has yet to happen for us. We need to understand there was purpose and reason for something not happening or not changing. I feel it is us that needs to be doing the changing, starting with being patient. Alright, and then number two, God directs. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9. Mm-hmm. Proverbs chapter 16. All right, and then I highlighted 9, 10, and 11. A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. A divine sentence is in the lips of the king. His mouth transgresseth, not in judgment. A just weight and balance are the Lord's. All the weights of the bag are his work. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. We're gonna look at this in A and P. We're at nine, ten, eleven. A man's mind plans his way as he journeys through life, but the Lord directs his steps and establishes them. Hmm. Let's go ahead and highlight that. A divine decision given by God is on the lips of the king as his representative. His mouth should not be unfaithful or unjust in judgment. A just balance and honest scales are the Lord's. All the weight of the bag are his concern, established by his his eternal principles. Mm -hmm. Highlighted 9, 10, and 11. We're all guilty of pre-planning out our future. Sometimes it's good but many times it's not. When we create a long-term plan in our hearts, we then quickly find ourselves disappointed and even lost. But if we confide in the Lord and let him bring us to where we need to be, there isn't any room for these hurt feelings and the steps we took to get to these great moments in our lives. Mm -hmm. We're enjoyed throughout our journey. Number three, his timing. Ecclesiastes chapter three. Ecclesiastes I think is right after Proverbs, if I'm not mistaken. Let's check. Yep. -hmm. Pretty sure. Yeah. All right, chapter three, verse one. And now it says verse one, but I highlighted uh, verses one through thirteen. So we're gonna go ahead and read that. Let me actually pull this up on the AMP before it gets started. All right, a time for everything. There is a season. A time appointed for everything, and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. A time to be born, and a time to die. A time to plant, and a time to uproot what is planted. A time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to tear down, and a time to build up. A time to weep, and a time to laugh. A time to mourn, and a time to dance. A time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up as lost. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear apart and a time to sew together. A time to keep silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate a time for war, and a time for peace. What profit is there for the worker from that in which he labors? I have seen the task which God has given to the sons of men with which to occupy themselves. He has made everything beautiful and appropriate in its time. He has also planted eternity, a sense of divine purpose in the human heart, a mysterious longing which nothing under the sun can satisfy except God. Yet man cannot find out, comprehend, or grasp what God has done, his overall plan, from the beginning to the end. I know that there is nothing better for them than to rejoice and to do good as long as they live. And also that every man should eat and drink and see and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is the gift of God. All right. And I definitely want to 13. All right. Yeah, that's where I want to stop. Cool. So 1 through 13, you know, his timing. There's a time for everything. And he will let you know when that time is. You'll definitely get a feeling. All right. God never promised us that our life on earth would be easy. But he did say that there is a time and a season for everything. If you continue reading through verse 8, you'll see how many things that we consider good end up countering with something we consider bad. But God has told us there is a purpose for it all. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, and I just read all of that. So we're going to go to number four, which is Proverbs 27, chapter one. Live for today. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I highlighted more than just verse one as well. Give me a chance to flip to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually did just uh, highlight the first verse because sometimes these chapters can touch on way more than one topic or like you can utilize it for much more than just one topic. So because we're talking about God's timing today, I'm not going to go and keep reading on in this chapter because it starts going into something else. So, warnings and instructions. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Mm -hmm. All right, living for today. Recognizing that each day we rise from our beds, we only have God to thank for it. We do not know what tomorrow will bring, so we should celebrate each day and live by honoring God and the gift of life we often take for granted. Our lives can change in a blink of an eye, which gives us an even more powerful purpose to live for today and not brag about anything that may come tomorrow, because we may not see tomorrow. God has given us today and we should rejoice in these moments, not future ones. Mm-hmm, that was good. Hope in a future. Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 11 through 12. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah chapter 29. Verses 11 through 12. Mm, mm. lovely and I highlighted it in there thanks Jesus (laughs) all right and I highlighted uh 11 through 13 (laughs) or well in the um on my on my iPad on my virtual bible I highlighted 11 through 14 so I will read that For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call on me, and you will come and pray to me, and I will hear your voice, and I will listen to you. Then, with a deep longing, you will seek me and require me as a vital necessity, and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes, and I will free you and gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from where I sent you into exile hmm. God has created a plan for each one of us, but the way we go about trusting his plan can dictate our overall happiness. When we pray, we open up the communication line between God and ourselves. It allows us to go to him before seeking help anywhere else, and it shows our submission to him and his plan for us. The plans he has for us always exceeds our wildest expectations because it aligns with what we are meant to be doing, not what we expect we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Then six, wait quietly, Lamentations chapter three, verses 25 and 26. Mm-hmm. All All right. Please flip to that in my Bible. No limitations should be in the Old Testament. Yeah, four seventy-three. Cool. Ah. I was almost there, y'all. I was a little bit, a little bit ahead. All right, limitations, chapter three, verses 25 and 26. And then I also highlighted verses 33 and then 37 and 38. So, the Lord is good to those who wait confidently for him, to those who seek him. On the authority of God's word. It is good that one waits quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Then verse 33. For he does not afflict willingly and from his heart or grieve the children of men. And then verses 37 and 38. Let me actually highlight. 33. And 25 through 26 in my virtual Bible. That way it matches my IRL Bible. And 37 38. Who is there who speaks and it comes to pass unless the Lord has authorized and commanded it? Is it not from the mouth of the Most High that both adversity, misfortune, and good prosperity and happiness proceed. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. <clears throat> the last the last thing we think of in doing bad situations is waiting. We tend to act hastily without actually thinking or fleeing the issue to avoid certain emotions or the reality of our choices. We also don't often do this quietly either. When we put our hope in the Lord, we find that we can stand quietly and still, giving it over to God since he is in control in the first place. God is always good. God is always good. God is always good and has given us the gift of salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. So we should stand still in the middle of the storm and know God is there and is in control. And then number seven on this list, submit to him. Proverbs chapter three. They should have put all the Proverbs stuff. (laughs) They should have put all the Proverbs stuff in numerical order. Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six. Trust in. Well, let me go to my IRL Bible to make sure or to see what I highlighted because I might have highlighted more than just uh, five and six. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. And I did so for this one it's versus five and six. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. And then in A&P, you know, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him. And he will make your paths straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to transition this into over or over into, LOL, changing your life. You know, it's one thing to read God's word and then be like, oh, you know, that sounds great. Or, you know, I want to be one of his children that reaps the benefit of, you know, making him happy and having him uh, remove the obstacles that block my way in my life. Now, it's one thing to think about it, and it's another thing to actually do it. And now God tells us that uh, following him, being like Jesus Christ, it's not easy. And you're going to come into trials and tribulations. We won- I think we went over that uh, yesterday or the day before. It will happen. And he tells you, it will happen. There is no way around it. You know, you just have to be prepared. So Proverbs, uh, verses seven through 26, talk about, you know, how your life is when you change and you decide to follow the Lord. And then I'm also going to go into, I believe, Psalm 51. So verse seven. Yeah, we're going to read this in A&P. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord with reverent awe and obedience and turn entirely away from evil. It will be health to your body, your marrow, your nerves, your sinews, your muscles, all your inner parts, and refreshment, physical well-being to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your crops income. This is talking about tithing. Then your barns will be abundantly filled, and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not reject or take lightly the discipline of the Lord. Learn from your mistakes in the testing that comes from his correction through discipline, nor despise his rebuke. For those whom the Lord loves, he corrects even as a father corrects his son in whom he delights. Happy, blessed, considered fortunate to be admired is the man who finds skillful and godly wisdom and the man who gains understanding and insight, learning from God's word in life's experiences. For whom's for wit, lol, whom's for wisdom's profit is better than the profit of silver, and her gain is better than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and nothing you can wish for compares with her in value. Long life is in her right hand, in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are our highways of pleasantness and favor. In all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. And happy, blessed, considered fortunate to be admired is everyone who holds her tightly. The Lord, by his wisdom, has founded the earth. By his understanding, he has established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deeps were broken up and the clouds drip with dew. My son, let them not escape from your sight, but keep sound wisdom and discretion, and they will be the life to your soul, your inner self, and a gracious adornment to your neck, your outer self. Then you will walk on your way of life securely, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, You will not be afraid when you lie down. Your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden fear, nor of the storm of the wicked when it comes, since you will be blameless. For the Lord will be your confidence, firm and strong, and will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Mm Mm-hmm. And that, that's just talking about your life after you decide to change. And this is Proverbs. So this is, you know, before Christ. But essentially, this is what your life is going to be like after following Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to transfer over to Psalm 51. And that is a Psalm of David who... You know, is basically not the king of changing, but he went from killing Christians to, you know, converting into one. And this is him basically, you know, begging for forgiveness. <clears throat> Psalm 51 Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Let me pause. Ah, I want to also read this in um, A.M.P. Psalms 51. Thank you. Right To the chief musician, the psalm of David, when Nathan the prophet came to him after he had sinned with Bathsheba. Bathsheba, Bathsheba. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your loving kindness. According to the greatness of your compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my wickedness and guilt and cleanse me from my sin. For I am conscious of my transgressions, and I acknowledge them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done that which is evil in your sight. So that you are justified when you speak your sentence, and faultless in your judgment. I was brought forth in a state of wickedness, In sin my mother conceived me, and from my beginning I too was sinful. Behold, you desire truth in the innermost being and in the hidden part of my heart. You will make me know wisdom. Purify me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Make me hear joy and gladness and be satisfied. Let the bones which you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right and steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me, restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with the willing spirit. With the willing spirit. Mm-hmm. Then I will teach transgressors your way. And sinners shall be converted and returned to you. Rescue me from blood guiltiness, O God, the God of my salvation. Then my tongue will sing joyfully of your righteousness and your justice, O Lord. Open my lips, that my mouth may declare your praise. For you do not delight in sacrifice, or else I would give it. You are not pleased with burnt offering. My only sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart, broken with sorrow for sin, thoroughly penitent. Love that. Such, O God, you will not despise. By your favor, do good to Zion. May you rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in the sacrifices of righteousness and burnt offering and whole burnt offering. Then young bulls will be offered on your altar. Mm Mm-hmm. And now I think we should get into... The story of David a little bit more, but we'll do that another night. Mm-hmm. And now, just going back to Proverbs five verses or er, verses five through six. Submit to him. God had created each of us for a purpose, and many of us do not know what that purpose is. But if we allow God's word to speak to us, follow His commands and allow less of ourselves, we will find that path will lead us down a purposeful path. So don't rely on yourself. Rely on God. The only way we can trust in God's timing is through spending more time with him, allowing his word to shape our hearts and to bend our knees before him. As our relationship with him progresses, the ability to be patient, still, and obedient only become necessities for this relationship. If you find yourself today not liking the situation you're in or where certain events in your life have taken you, excuse me, I encourage you to dive into Scripture and let God do the talking. You may see that the valley you're facing today can bring you tomorrow to the top of a mountain. Mm -hmm. This was on AbideAndSeek.com. Now, I don't remember if we used this website or not, but I definitely do um, like the different verses and stories that this one talked about. And I like to try and go and look at the verses beforehand so I can read through the chapter and see if there's any other verses So for a couple of these, I added uh, my own, you know, thoughts and whatnot to these verses that were on the website. So this is, well, this is just a a building block from where, you know, we're starting and whatnot, because we want to gain a deeper understanding. And we don't just want to understand it how the people on the websites do. We want to use that as a basis for our understanding. You know, so go in and read through some of this stuff. I know most of the time I go and I try and read as much as I can. That kind of pertains to the topic that we're talking about for each episode. But feel free to go on and and read and see like what you like, what you can take from it as well. You know, but I appreciate you guys for tapping in tonight. I hope you all have a blessed night. Stay safe and I love you and I'll see you on the next episode.